0: Between uh, between part one and part two, I binged four horror movies yesterday. So wow. I'm spooky, spooky, very that's spooky. That's a lot right of now.
1: horror movies.
0: What were they? I watched The Descent, uh, which was uh, way better really good than I one. thought it would be. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know there was so much uh, Italian horror influence in that one, I, and so it was a uh, much more colorful than I expected a movie about getting stuck in a cave would be.
2: Uh, especially from the early 2000s
0: yeah it's just had such a different look than I expected watch that I watched uh, Friday the 13th part 2 um, which <laughs> suffers from the same thing of Friday the 13th part 1 of being but it's know, got Jason okay. in it now it does have Jason so we're good and then uh, then I got my Italian horror fix with Dean's and the beyond so I got to see a tarantula eat a guy's face off so that was pretty cool Man, you what what's a, up with uh,
1: European horror they, they, they go balls to the wall <laughs>
0: Italians are nuts, dude.
1: <laughs> so are the Spanish. So are the Spanish.
0: I haven't watched any Spanish horror.
1: I have. That's that was thirty coins. First oh, episode, yeah. first five minutes, you see a cow giving birth to a human, uncensored. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah.
2: Wait, wait. What the what? Yeah, Which, that's what, the... is, what is that? That what is this show
1: about? It, it's about many things. Um, it's about like a bunch. Mon- <laughs>
2: It's about Spain.
0: (laughs) This happens in Spain a lot. This happens (laughs) in
1: Spain a lot. Um, Thirty monedas. It's like about like this demonic evil force within the church that is trying to like get essentially like the items that they think can harm God and thus become the anti God. So they're trying to get the spear of Longinus and they're trying to get the thirty coins because those are the two things Uh... that like harmed Christ.
2: I see. Okay. Yeah. I just Googled it. Apparently, it's all on HBO Max.
1: It is. It is on HBO Max. Oh,
2: maybe I'll have to watch
0: that.
1: And it is, like, the craziest fucking show. I think you guys will probably, like, from what you're telling me, I think you'll like this a lot more than Midnight Mass.
0: Really? I, yeah. I like Midnight Mass. Because
1: one, but... yeah, well, yeah, but, like, I think you're, you're gonna like Padre Manuel a lot more than Father Paul, because one, Padre mm. Manuel is, like, far more honorable than he is. So
2: I, I just saw a screenshot from this show, and I think I do need to watch this. This looks fucking <laughs> insane.
1: What, what 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 you gotta show us the screenshot. Uh
2: I don't know if it's a is spoiler. It, it looks like this comes from the first baby? episode.
1: Is it spider yeah, baby? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think I think it's spider baby. Oh okay, my God. yo,
1: no, it's great. You're gonna love it.
2: I thank you, Fitch. I gotta I gotta do show.
1: Yeah, and that was one that was uh, recommended to uh, to me by a friend of the show Sergio so
2: hell yeah hell yeah thank you Sergio well
0: i can i can uh, up you with that there's uh there's a scene in uh, the beyond where someone i guess just passes out in a more short like a, a mortician's office And then by passing out, it knocks over a jar of dissolving acid, and it just pours on their face. And it's just like a solid five minutes of their face dissolving. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Because the beyond. Because Italians.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Europeans. Europeans, yeah, have a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't have the same American censors. Uh, they have problems. Yeah, they don't have the same censors well, t- in America. T- They're not exactly like as politically it- correct either. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> it, it's it's also because like we have more hangups around sex than Europe does. But the issue is violence. That's why those movies are explicitly pretty taboo because they have extreme graphic violence. Yeah. Versus yeah. Like, in the U.S., like we're we're we love that shit.
0: Well, that's and all true. the Italian horror movies are in English because what they were trying to do is make these like cheap ass horror movies that would play in grindhouses in the U- grindhouses in the U.S. So they were trying to offend American audiences intentionally because American audiences loved going to the offensive uh, theaters anyway. Mm-hmm. But enough about Italian and Spanish horror. We're here to talk about Midnight Mass. So here's the Again. theme music that's playing now for part two of the Midnight Mass.
3: I swear You could put it no grave
1: Where there ain't no grave I
0: could do that that's what I did last body year down. I still have it I think. Yeah, Where you there ain't no like grave
4: Gonna hold blade. my body down that's a good idea. When that All right, right. Back. we're back. We're back, everybody,
0: no uh, for the second episode this week. That's right. It's a, week we're we're down, down. it's a special week at Mammonberg. We're releasing two we're episodes. Down, down.
1: Special Halloween two-parter. Ooh. Ooh.
0: We're talking about Ooh. midnight mass again. More midnight mass and
1: two midnight two mass.
0: Two midnight two mass. Um, I am of course Josiah, and I'm joined by Finch here.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the I island. I was waiting until you
0: took a drink to... <laughs> I'm
1: So mad at you. <laughs>
0: Just to intentionally fuck you over. Eh, Jackal.
2: If Blade was in the show, none of the shit that happened would have like would have happened.
0: <laughs>
1: if Walter White was in this show, everything that would ha- would have happened would have happened, but it would have happened a lot faster.
3: And oh, yeah. with meth. Yeah.
1: And with meth. <laughs>
3: and
2: with meth. <laughs> Can you you imagine a methed out vampire,
1: dude? Dude, (laughs) I mean, like what we do in the Shadows um, rules. Like vampires can drink blood and get high from like people who take drugs. So, like, imagine like a vampire finding a meth head and just draining them.
0: Oh god! And then they get, and then they get, and then they get high, junked up on
1: methamphetamine.
2: methamphetamine. Yeah we don't know too we, uh, I guess this will be something we discuss we don't know too many details about the Midnight Mass vampires like no. what exact details it that way. of lore they have but Jesse. I will choose to believe that that's true about them
1: Yeah, Jesse we have to cook in the back rooms Jesse <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Mr. White I, we can't find the way out of the back rooms yo <laughs>
1: Jesse, Jesse, shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter.
2: Jesse, it's
0: Jesse like we're, we're going to the Holy ex- Land,
2: Jesse.
1: Jesse, we're going to sell meth in the Holy Land. We're going no, to Mr. Holy White, land you meth. have
2: debilitating dementia, yo.
1: <laughs> Jesse, it doesn't matter. The meth makes me young again.
2: <laughs> Mr. White, I think that's just a vampire that did that <laughs> Jesse, to you, yo. Jesse, this is the new covenant, Jesse. Jesse,
1: this is the new covenant. I'm in the empire business, Jesse. I'm in the kingdom of God business.
2: Mr. White, it looks like that you've just committed a grave sin against both nature and God, bitch.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, right. Well, last episode, uh, which you should listen to before you listen to this episode, we talked about... we have kind of in character by character. And we mostly argued a lot about uh, Riley Flynn and uh, Father Paul and got a little bit into Lisa and Joe Cawley. Um... So that's the big, the big one. So now we, the one big one we're missing right now is Aaron Green. So perhaps we start with Aaron. Yeah.
1: Aaron Green.
5: Myself. Myself. That's the problem. That's the whole problem with the whole thing. That word. Self. That's not the word. That's not right. That isn't. That isn't. How did I forget that? When did I forget that? The body stops, a cell at a time. But the brain keeps firing those neurons. Little lightning bolts like fireworks inside. And I thought I'd despair or feel afraid, but I don't feel any of that. None of it because I'm too busy. I'm too busy in this moment remembering. Of course, I remember that every atom in my body was forged in a star. This matter, this body is mostly just empty space after all and solid matter, it's just energy vibrating very slowly and there is no me.
0: So what happens to Aaron? <laughs> Poor Aaron.
1: Um, I felt really bad for Aaron throughout the series, I think, actually. Um, yeah. So Aaron Green is the prodigal daughter. Uh, she grew up on the island with a very abusive alcoholic mother who would, like, verbally, psychologically, and physically abuse her. And eventually she leaves the island to be, a, you know, a star, rock star. And, you know, she's traveling from place to place and actually living, and then what happens is she falls in love and marries a guy who abuses her just as badly as her mother did. And one day she wakes up and she finds out she's pregnant, and she realizes, to protect herself and her child, she has to leave. And so she goes home and works at the local school as a teacher, and she's kind of, she's kind of, like, found her faith, she's kind of like a... Sort of quiet Catholic, but still, like, a rational one. She goes to church every Sunday. The most
0: normal Catholic in the show. She
1: is the most normal Catholic in the show. (laughs) Which is why Flanagan couldn't help himself.
0: Had to make her an atheist at the end.
1: Yeah. It would have been Uh. so funny if she had, like, just, like, declared her fealty to another religion or something like that instead.
0: (laughs) She converted to Islam. She, like, says the Shahada.
1: (laughs) 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 She says...
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. Even now, while the angel burns,
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: with she's, from from the
2: the might of the sun, she she's looks like- down. <laughs>
1: Just, like there is no God but God and Muhammad is just like, no prophet. <laughs> Meanwhile like Sheriff Hassan's in the background, and he's like, Yeah, that's hell yeah. Fuck
2: yeah. Usually that's a lot usually we have like a lot more steps, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um Aaron is also very contemptuous of the island as well. Right. Because uh, I, I, I didn't gather, does, is, is the abuse from her mom mostly behind closed doors? Yeah. Because like, yeah. yeah, because Bev and a lot of them talk so lovingly of how your mom was such a wonderful Christian woman. Yeah. So that also particularly rubs there in the wrong way. Like she has that line with Bev about how Bev is like, you're just so wasteful. You know, your mom used to, you know, always fill up the the cleaning bottles with extra water um you know to save as much windex as possible and Erin's just like well i never met I, she never met a bottle she couldn't finish
2: yep. and even bev <laughs> yeah. had to just even bev had to stop her shit talking like, okay yeah here yeah. here take it like okay, i don't want to talk about this anymore
1: right um yeah it's I- a
2: it, it's a it's a i think that the town is aware that she was abusive at mm-hmm. now and just doesn't care does't yeah. and they because they remember who she was versus how Aaron remembers who she actually mm. was and not to mention like uh,
1: Aaron was it seems like in you know in her in her teenhood Aaron had the rep- reputation of being a quote-unquote bad kid like she was always going up to the upwards to smoke weed and she was like you know sneaking into Riley's room and all this stuff so yep
0: She's framed as kind of like a whore for being pregnant when she yeah. comes back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. single mother. Um
1: yeah. No, I felt and bad for so the her, But yeah, I'm wondering, did she like get a t? Te- this is no, this is a nostalgia critic tier nitpick. But if she's like, you know, if she was like in a in a band and stuff like that, right? How did she become a teacher? Did she get like a teaching certification or something?
0: She must have. I I. That's a good point. I don't know.
1: Then again, I would imagine so. Then again, the state of Florida is just like hiring random veterans now, apparently. So yeah,
0: well, you know, you can just you know be a teacher in Texas pretty easily. Yeah, I've always had the thought process of if things get really rough up here, I'll just move down to Texas and be a history teacher because I could get hired pretty easily. Yeah, but
6: then you'd have to your textbook
2: should be should be doomed.
1: Yeah,
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) my
2: textbook.
1: (laughs) Well, <laughs> Again, this is, like, that's the one thing that doesn't- this is, like, this is another thing of Flanagan- god, I'm sorry, this is, like, such a Channel Awesome your complaint, but, like, that's another thing that, like, seems like it make more sense if it was in the Midwest than, like, in a coastal area, because I know yeah. that, like, if it's in Washington or Oregon, then it has, like, uh, no, I think- Really was strict- Washington. Yeah, they have like they have very high yeah. education standards, and I, I know that it was in the Northeast. Well, actually, I don't know about Maine. Maine could,
0: since Maine like two, could. Two people Maine live is in kind Maine. of the wild west of the New know, England of the East. Yeah, yeah.
1: but if it was a, if it was in <laughs> Southern New England, like, well, this wouldn't have happened if it was off the coast of Connecticut because we got the Sound and everything. But um, uh, uh, anywhere we also in southern
2: have to. Once you keep in mind, like how tiny this town is i could easily see them having difficulties filling uh like that role in the school so when she came back they just kind of let her become the teacher without much Mm -hmm. oversight it that's true like the mayor is fucking destitute and the sheriff doesn't have a gun and his office is in the back of the of the convenience store
1: that is all valid all valid
2: It, it could be a really representative of kind of the
0: economic decline going
2: on there for sure. Yeah. I could see her mom, who was the teacher before her, she went to grad school uh, to get, like, uh, a teaching certificate. But I could easily see, like, Erin, mm-hmm. well, she's her daughter, and she's nice, so, yeah, make her the mm-hmm. teacher of the school. What? What's the worst that could happen? We need what's one anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, as as Aaron's story goes on, of course, um, she is taking as as we mentioned, the uh, the Eucharist is being poisoned with the vampire blood. And so she has been taking Eucharist at the church and during a routine ultrasound, finds that her baby is just gone. Um, it, you know, initially they say it's a miscarriage, but she goes on to the mainland and takes, you know, uh, goes to a hospital and they say there's not even evidence that she was pregnant in the first place um which is I think one of the one of the most I I don't know kind of heartbreaking kind of little chunks in, yeah. in Aaron's yeah narrative
1: well she finally found like a you know a reason to you know live and keep going mm-hmm. and uh yeah
0: cause she talks about it being her hope you know yeah. the baby being her hope
1: and then that's just totally gone that's totally just ripped from her
2: and not just that the experience of pregnancy by like biologically was taken away yeah her body yeah. shows no signs of ever being pregnant it's yeah yeah i yeah. i that has to fuck with your head
1: yeah it's got it it's really gotta screw mm-hmm. with you
2: it's another uh, <laughs> aspect of my fuck father paul not in that way <laughs> Tell us uh, how you really overall, feel, Jackal. T- t- Tumblr,
0: uh, Tumblr, is like dilating. Their eyes are dilating when you say "fuck, Father no.
2: Paul." Well, when I, I say like, no, I, "no, no, no, no," <laughs> what I, 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 you know, a wrought a, a iron stick. We should get a really ru- rusty one, and then we can mm. do whoa. that.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay.
2: The moment this he got a off Christian that boat. Podcast. The- the the moment he got out, he got off that boat. Someone should have been there with a. Uh, we don't know the weaknesses of vampires except for uh, sunlight. I'm Let's assuming see. that that silver works. Someone should have been there with like a a two x four with a silver nail in it to just. Well,
1: I don't him. know. Does silver work? I don't know if it does or not because he, he was able to Canal- hold like a chalice. Right. That's that could have been silver.
2: It um, could have been. It also could have not been. Considering yeah, how uh, small the... Alright, alright, like I'm, that...
1: I'm, I'm typing in the Tumblr search bar right now of Father Paul. Alright, so we got Father Paul Hill, Father Paul Smut, Father Paul X oh. Reader. Those are the... <laughs>
0: that's the second one. Jesus Christ. You know what, you know what, no, Tumblr... No, no, no. Bef- aside from just taking porn off of Tumblr, I think the thing they should have done further is make a mandatory you have to take a cold shower before you guys You guys are on.
1: such Protestants. I can't... <laughs>
2: finch i am i am fine with thir- okay number one i'm not catholic if you if you people want to fuck the priests go ahead if, if <laughs> you can't but sure uh, i'm i
0: gonna say that no
2: i'm not gonna agree with that but
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> you saying that means that you're thinking about it josiah i'm just brave enough to say it
0: you You're just no i'm not thinking about fucking a priest uh, okay right. let's yeah, make this i don't know now.
1: You've got lady priests in your church you're probably thinking about.
0: <laughs> Jesus, Christ. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Josiah would be singing a real tune if this was like midnight Episcopal Mass and it was Father Paulette
0: or Mother Paulette. Now, I don't okay, know, Reverend well, Paulette. There you know we go. What? It's the, the horniest voice in the world being like, I just love that we have female clergy. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, one of the most disgusting things I think I've said on this show. <laughs> so, moving on. All right, all right. As, we, we no, have, I... Okay, I, yeah, all right. yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Alright, I've...
1: Um,
2: no, but I do I feel very I, bad. I, Go ahead, I, Yeah, no, I... Yeah, I feel very, very bad for Aaron She is one of the, like... She has a fucking awful time. Uh, I felt mm-hmm. so sad at the end for her. But then she, so there is a point where after the miscarriage, um, she and Riley are talking. I think we mentioned it a bit when we were talking about it. We talked about
0: Riley's monologue in this last episode, but we should talk about Aaron's now, yeah.
2: Because they're talking about, like, what happens when you die. And she is specifically talking about what happens, like, what happened to her baby. Mm -hmm. And she gives this very emotional and heartbreaking and lovely view of what like what happened and it is it's notably different from riley's where riley goes into such like methodical detail about what happens chemically hers is Mm -hmm. a lot more based on well their worldviews uh you know faith uh that you know just as just as uh, you know her her baby came it was called home and the entire process of being called home the the, the baby never was asleep it never got to experience sin and never got to experience uh any any of the sort of ugly realities of the world and so it it, it was it only had sort of like the ideas of what it was going to experience and it woke up and it had family that it never even knew it did. And it it's a beautiful, beautiful scene that is so fucking heartbreaking. And for me to have just that rescinded at the end when she goes on a similar soliloquy for what happens when she dies right. as and she it, looks up at the stars, it's so fucking just... A, it feels like... It was very a, forced.
0: Um, yeah. It doesn't feel like it makes sense with her character. Not at, at all. all. Um, no. Again, more, more of my... my the, I think the last episode is really the where the show kind of fails at what it tries to do. I could
1: not get through that monologue, to be honest, because it just annoyed me so much. Uh, the, I'm sorry. Oh, we're that's... all
0: stardust.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is just a dream. Thank you. Isn't that like a... Well... There was like... I think that is actually an Eastern philosophy concept. Which,
0: yeah, so- uh there's some there's some Buddhism references going on in in both Riley's monologue and Aaron's monologue of like the self not really existing and just being this compilation of sense, memory and stuff like that and that's what fades away as we die.
2: Which would um, be interesting if we didn't have fucking vampires. Yes. What was your
1: <laughs> That's like the thing is like that that's why Riley was so okay, um yeah, friend of the show, cardio later, uh, actually um, replied to me yesterday, and <laughs> saying the last episode was just that lady blah blah blahing about Advaita. Advaita is that what's called? As she dies for fully two hours. Advaita, yeah, that's...
2: Advaita. So, so Advaita is uh, like a philosophy within Vedanta Hinduism, where mm brahman and atman so roughly this is uh, god and the soul uh and sort of like human souls are kind of one in the same there isn't this division between between like between that and the world is kind of illusionary the idea of that everything is separate is illusionary which is mm-hmm. uh separate from Dvanta vedanta where there are clear divisions between god humanity and the material and immaterial world,
1: dude. I like, yeah. yeah, dude. I hate this habit of like Westerners like inventing something that like Eastern philosophy has already like <laughs> established, like, yeah, and thinking.
2: And like, about like, 1, like many practitioners, yeah. practitioners yeah. of that would probably find issue with ways of how it's being interpreted here. Like, uh, right. uh, well, cause it's like, getting
0: it, mixed with. Um, uh, i'm blanking on which with a, which atheist is notorious for it but the stardust thing is from someone that, you know tyson. that uh it might be tyson i i feel like it was someone else but i think someone in that vein <laughs> <laughs> uh gives has a very similar notorious spiel about no uh, carl sagan uh has a the we're stardust uh shit
2: Sagan's um, is a lot more i don't view it as exclusively atheist it's just kind of no, more like no. a
1: sagan himself i believe is agnostic
2: is he yeah i am yeah goodbye. i i think like because he never he was never like he just felt that he didn't know but he never felt that mm-hmm. it was like an explicit no the like the the universe is like is specifically just a materialistic naturalistic uh thing yeah
0: yeah yeah, well, and, but I think he kind of, to me, represents um, – if if this quote is from him, if I'm thinking of the right person, uh, I, it represents kind of what I mean by, like, trying to do a sort of atheistic enchantment, where you try to find kind of a poetic, enchanted way of looking at material processes. Um, and so the stardust thing, you know, oh, all of our, our you know, whatever um, is all stardust, or that, you know, the universe – developed consciousness, and so humans are, consciousness is the universal dreaming of itself, you know, stuff like that, um, which you know, I, I'm I'm hope, I, I for people that believe that, I, I hope that's a comfort to you, I suppose, but to me it feels like a cop-out uh, yeah. <laughs> to dealing with the actual problems of like, like if I'm gonna be an atheist, I think I'm going to be a much more angsty existentialist one uh, because like... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that actually deals with the problem of that absence a lot more holistically versus trying
2: to trying to like spiritualize a natural process.
0: Uh huh. I, I think like someone like Nisha is probably more correct when you if you're gonna if not believe in God, like oh, this is a problem. Because we built a lot of stuff around the concept of God.
2: Right. So now um, you have a- anyway. to reckon with it. Which yeah. Uh, yeah. ties more into Riley's character. That's why like that thing from Aaron feels so out of left field. I think that it would have been... Neither of you have watched Moral Oral, right? No. No. Josiah, I think you would really like it. Uh, I-, I know it, I would like it. Finch, It's got a Mountain Goat deals- song in it. It does. It was the first time I heard the Mount of Goats. Uh, it deals with awesome. more like evangelical Christianity, but essentially to sum it up, and it's not going to be a super big spoiler, um, but it's a nice thing to see at the end is, so the big character Oral grows up in this small town evangelical environment that is not conducive for anyone's healthy uh, well-being or development of a well-functioning uh outlook of the world and undergoes like tremendous amount of physical and emotional abuse throughout his entire life. But the show ends with uh and how this religion, like how the negative aspects of religion. But the show ends with like him as an adult with uh like a wife and kids after moving out of this shitty town. And while you see that in the living room you see a crucifix on the wall. And that like despite everything, despite all like seeing all the the negative aspects that religion can have to one, he also saw the tremendous positives that it had on his life. And he still like held on to it. I find that a much more compelling character sort of development and trait of someone finding that like the good in this despite all of the evil that's been presented and still like and still holding on to that versus no right at the very last minute i have had a like uh i I i've had a a a cosmological epiphany
0: well it, it contradicts even like it doesn't work as character growth because even in that episode earlier on she talks about, um, I think it's saying that you know we might die for each other tonight as we try to escape the island, but you know that's that's the ultimate source of love. The good book says that. Yeah, or something around those lines. So she she's like referencing the Bible earlier in the episode, but then the instant she gets her throat slit or whatever, suddenly now she's an atheist that knows Carl Sagan lines off the top of her head? Like, I mean, come on. It's like one of those deathbed... Co- <laughs>
1: it's like one of those deathbed conversions, but for atheism.
0: Like this, Which like, I, don't, I don't mean is... to be a Pascal Wagers guy right now no, here, no, no, but that no, no, feels no. like the worst deathbed conversion to
2: do if you're gonna yeah. do a deathbed <laughs>
0: conversion. Uh,
2: I, I would advise don't do that. Like, you if you think like, Is this really true? Like, maybe,
1: maybe Almost? at the last minute... <laughs> the most like the most um self-aware thing they could have done. No, it was wouldn't have be, been self aware but it would have been hilarious if they had just gone completely out of like left field with some like obscure religion. Like not even Eastern religion, some, and just been like, Yeah, this one's the real one. The Druze faith, the Druze got that right. They yeah,
3: were <laughs> yeah.
0: Out of nowhere, like the demi urge shows up. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Uh, what's up do you wanna- are you ready to be reincarnated <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello i'm i am No, i am zarathustra hello <laughs> oh my god um do you want to move on from aaron yeah or-
1: him. yeah i, I mean yeah. i just feel i think aaron was one of the most sympathetic characters
0: absolutely in- um yeah
1: yeah i just feel like you have a character here who is trying to do the right thing, who is in this church and trying to, and they just keep getting fucked over, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: And like, and another thing about she, it showed that she really does enjoy going to, like, going to mass and going to, yeah. church. like, yeah. this fulfills something in her life that.
0: I the, the two truest believers in the show, I feel, are, are Aaron and Lisa. And, and Lisa, at least,
2: I, I don't think Lisa doesn't lose her faith, I don't think. No, no, she
0: doesn't. I appreciated that. I appreciated that because she is uh, just very deeply religious, and I, I found that would just be really. I mean, Erin had already felt bizarre throwing her like end of not you know atheist conversion in there. Lisa would be just completely out of yeah. life. out of life. yeah. At least, at least you could say, "Oh, maybe Riley's monologue stuck with Aaron, and or that's maybe why she's like even that like, way, or you know, or, like, or yeah. even
1: like you know, she really didn't believe in this the whole time. It was just kind of to fill a void.
0: You could make that argument. Sure, yeah, but Lisa, that would be ridiculous. I mean, she yeah, she, like, she forgave the person who shot her because of her faith. I, yeah. I highly doubt that person has a fake faith. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> know it by the fruit, you know." Um, yeah. But right. why, so do we want to, do Hassan! we want to move on to Hassan? Yeah. Okay. That was sure, I was going to say. I love Hassan.
4: Did I ever tell you why I moved here?
1: No, no, I don't think you did.
4: Didn't tell anybody. Now that I think about it, it's almost as if nobody asked. You know, I was, um, I was 21 when the towers went down, watched on TV in my dorm room, just weeping. Now I was a kid, I wasn't religious at all, really. But I went to the mosque that day because they had a blood drive. And the line went for blocks. I wanted to help. I wanted to protect this country. So I moved to New York and enrolled in NYPD training. Now some of my friends, they weren't happy. NYPD is against us, they'd say, but I tell them no. You're wrong. I'll show them. They don't have to be afraid of us. I'll show them who we are. So I work my way up. You know, traffic and translating and transcribing, wiretaps, then vice. I get married. Ali is born. And I'm promoted again, detective now. Top secret security clearance for the Joint Terrorism Task Force. I'm helping the FBI. Fight terrorists. We're taking collars, you know, petty stuff, pot, parking tickets, and leaning on them hard if they're Muslim. You know, we'll uh, we'll drop the charge, help you out. You go to the mosque and listen. I thought we were supposed to be fighting terrorists, not flipping some pothead student in Queens to spy on Americans. He's right, also very about awesome.
2: one
4: of, again, one of the
2: few sane characters of this show. <laughs> he, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hassan Hassan is definitely one of the best characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do somebody else want to tell his trajectory? Sure. Jackal. Yeah. Uh,
2: let Let's go. So, Sheriff Hassan. He is the uh, Muslim sheriff of a largely. Ca- I imagine that like the population majority Catholic, maybe a few uh, Protestants. Kind of like. Sp- Spattered along there that yeah, go to, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like, the mainland for, for Sunday. Right. Um, or to uh, the – to what, what what was the name of the church again? St. Saint, Saint
1: Patrick's. St. Saint Patrick's. Saint Patrick's.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Sheriff Hassan is the Muslim sheriff who I think it was said he was from New York originally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he originally joined the NYPD after 9-11 is what
2: And uh, as you can imagine, a Muslim sheriff in a, – a Muslim – cop in the nypd didn't exactly have a great time of it in a post nine eleven new york so Mm -hmm. because of that he his son moved to crockett island and an important aspect of both uh him and his son is that uh sheriff Hassan's wife died from pancreatic cancer and because of that and she was a very devout woman and because of that he has sort of become more devout. Uh, like, we, every time we kind of see him and his son, it's most of it, uh, their interaction between uh, each other is during nightly prayer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's conflict between Sheriff Hassan and the town, but more specifically, in the beginning, Bev. Um, yeah. About his, about his faith, uh, that he is sort of an outsider, both that he is from so far into the mainland who has moved here fairly recently and that he is not a Christian. Mm -hmm. Sheriff Hassan is uh, like, he doesn't carry a gun weirdly enough. Um, He, most of his job is kind of just keeping a collar on Joe Colley. So he doesn't do anything particularly bad. That's most of what he's doing. And then, you know, as the moment that the, um, you know, the, the discount twink uh, came onto the island. Uh and what bunch do of you dead mean- cats showed up.
1: The discount twink. What the
2: <laughs> The moment that all the like there was a there's a point in episode one where there's just a fuck ton of dead cats um that show up on the oh, shore yeah. that uh come from the fucking vampire, uh that
1: I'm surprised you haven't called him like a Dr. Seuss looking motherfucker or something like that.
0: He is a Dr. Seuss looking I, I am not going to insult
2: true. Dr. Seuss by comparing him to Father Paul. Uh, I, I would never do that to Dr. Seuss. Well, jo- well
1: Josiah uh, just did.
2: Yeah, well, you know well, that that's just Josiah like could do Dr. that.
0: Seuss character he I he had many as similarly racist against Asians Whoa. i have no assi-
1: no
2: reason of Whoa. knowing that. i'm just assuming okay
1: that. this is slander this is do sl-
2: we know what fa- this what do you th- what what do we think father paul thinks about uh um the <laughs> what what's the- father paul was bored like this when sl- uh like the 19 19- 30s, roughly 40s. Whoa, yeah, do you think whoa, he's got whoa, some stance guys, about
0: the guys, Jews that stop. would come out if no, you pushed no. him enough? No. <laughs> what does he? Does, what, what's, his on, uh, what, what's
2: his opinions on? No. What's his opinions on on segregation? When, guys, when, uh, come on, the yeah, fucking sheriff.
1: Sure. <laughs> no, guys, anyway, come sheriff on. Stop uh, with the slander.
2: Okay,
0: okay, okay.
2: okay. Stop yeah. calling so, my sheriff sheriff favorite on.
1: character racist. <laughs> Fuck
2: you both. Fuck you Finch, both. Live with the knowledge that that Father Paul. Has Don't. definitely thought of like no, no, no. Lisa as no, no. a colored that, no, that was a thought no. that was No, that is not a
1: fucking. <laughs> no, this is bullshit.
2: This is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you, Jackal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. That, that, oh, she she's one of the good ones. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, okay, Jekyll. we'll stop. Uh, um, we'll yeah, stop. No, uh, we have so no evidence
0: on. to assume that. We just, this we're is just throwing lying. that out I'm, there. I'm, these two I'm Protestants. Assuming may I go
1: on a record that these two correctly. Protestants are libeling?
0: <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> now, part, that being said,
0: Bev 1,000% is racist.
2: Though. Oh, yeah, Bev is definitely oh, absolutely. racist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, 1,000%. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that when we talk about Bev. She calls Hassan a terrorist. She's a fucking
0: vampire. Yeah, Th- that's uh, that is wild that like it saves all the racial slurs until the last episode. Yeah, um, where you oh, don't hear Joe, anyone say Joe, Joe
2: Colley calls him Sharif. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. Though like um, I, Hassan takes it more like on like that it's taken to be more like not indirectly insulting to him. Uh, no joe joe collie's just kind of dumb and a little racist by ignorance
0: it feels like yeah um, but it doesn't feel like that, he never but like, like he doesn't th- feel but malicious. there is there is a uh, some malicious in that last episode when everyone turns on hassan that people are like look him in the eye and call him a raghead and that's like that's not <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the not
2: problem. they know which they know damn probably, well what they're saying yeah which i think shows that 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 there, there was a that there was a an animosity towards him, sort of underneath, even though he never does anything yeah. in the you show. Yeah, that he is, yeah he, he's
0: wrong. like such an innocent character. Yeah. He, he is the uh, one of the
1: other prominent Dilfs on the island. I will have to say,
0: I will agree with That's you. That's true. That. I'll, I'll I'll own that one. Yeah,
1: y'all are. We can all
0: uh, his shaking hands. The three of us. Hassan is kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> is a is a extremely attractive man he's got a good beard he's got yes. a good beard Yes, he wears I, it I well. kinda... uh, oh my god did you see <laughs> did you see a tweet he the actor uh what's his name tweeted today um Rah- Rahukoli. Rahukoli. i
2: i i think yeah. i'm pronouncing that wrong but
1: i want him and dean norris to like play minecraft together honestly i just feel he like
2: he posted yeah
1: no i just think that'd be very funny like, that's the dream blend funny. rotation is him and Dean Norris.
2: <laughs>
0: so, we, we haven't... we So, uh, I since we got to this character, I'd like to post... Uh, uh, he posted a selfie of himself. hmm And a gay porn account replied, You are so fucking beautiful, man. It's a joy to wank over you. To which he then quote tweeted it and said, My pleasure. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: I said he's one of Heart those. Emoji. He's one of those posters. You know, he's a he's he's a poster.
0: Do you also see he sent he shared um there's like a this video of a kid in front of a church saying I don't like this church anymore and he shared it and said this is Sheriff Hassan in Midnight Mass. So yeah, he's actually a pretty funny guy.
2: <laughs> he's very funny. He's a good follow. He's a good follow on Twitter. <laughs> it, like he,
6: he's should, like, good Pazade at shit posting, which
1: is nice.
2: he's yeah, very yeah. good. Like Hassan is never like dismissive of the of the beliefs of 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 the town. Like he he tries to he more than like is reasonable to like at a at a point where mm-hmm. to accommodate that. Yes, we have some differences, but I I want to serve the, this. like, I want to do my job, right? Yeah, uh, and, and he fucking tries. <laughs>
0: And everybody just steps on him in such annoying ways. Like there's this, there's a scene where I think it's, I think it's the mayor is talking to him and he's like, you know, you know, since you guys, since you guys, you know, worship on Fridays, you know, maybe you could come and visit St. Patrick's. And initially it sounds like a kind of welcoming thing because he does say, he's like, you just sit, you just observe, but just to be part of the community. And it's like, well, that's true. You are. Leading a community of predominantly Catholics, maybe it would be good to just see what's going on in the community. And then he throws in, and maybe you could read a Bible verse or two in front of, it. and it's like, no, you're not going to ask him to do that, man. Like that's what it is, nonstop, where everybody's friendly and then throws in like a little, like a little jab, and also, (laughs) you know, and it's so frustrating. That kind of comes
2: to a head when uh, Bev is trying to get Bibles that like students. Have to like, she says they don't, but they do. Uh, like that, it the Bible becomes like a core aspect of the curriculum, and you know it's in classrooms because mm-hmm. right. Bev also does homeroom, which I I I think I I would just throw myself into the seat those of, poor if she kids. was My homeroom teacher,
1: those poor kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this would make me into like a, a black pilled anarchist that like growing up yep. in this town. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, he where. There's this thing where Hassan has an issue with it, and he says, like, yeah, I've read the Bible.
0: Yeah. He's like, it's fine. I'm fine with my son. Because what happens is, yeah, she's handing out Bibles, and he sees that his son has come home with a Bible. Right. And he does a really good monologue explaining why he has a beef with this. He's like, it's not that my son's not allowed to read the Bible. You know, it's not like I'm, like, locking my son up and making him, like, worship a law and beating him or something. It's that, like... You know, I if you when had your son come home from school and he just had a copy of a Quran that the how teachers were react? handing
2: out, you how would you feel? Yeah, like, not, great. Not, not great. Not not great, would forcing you? Like a
0: religion on him, yeah.
2: <laughs> and he goes into. I think we discussed off mic that we should have religious studies classes K through twelve because a lot of people don't know the fucking basics of other religions. Yes, where Hassan's just like, yeah, Jesus is in. Is in Islam too? We like him a lot.
1: Yeah, handshake Jesus. Yeah, wait. Um, hand Christian Muslims and Jews handshaking. Jesus is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. I want it. I
1: it's... want there to be a Druze character now. I would or really thought that would have been funny. <laughs>
2: That'd be cool. Um, um, Drew, just a random Druze character in this small ass main town.
1: Yeah. Uh. Got there, he just showed up one day.
2: <laughs> I, guys, like, I have nothing. I, I I think that God will will have us reincarnate after this. I don't really want that. I don't really yeah. want this vampire <laughs> thing, guys. I don't really vibe with it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, like, like he's just in the same homeroom. Actually, you know, us Drews love Jesus. We think that he reincarnated into uh, Hamza bin Ali, so uh, we really like the guy. <laughs>
2: And You're isn't like, yeah, there also, in a, if I remember correctly, within the Druze faith, there is an ambiguity of, is are they God or are they not? For some mm-hmm. offshoots of, I know that for the Yazidi faith, that there is, God is a trinity, but not exactly the same trinity mm-hmm. as in Christianity.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
2: Uh, <laughs> fascinating stuff. But yeah, like, he has, like, Hassan says, like, guys... I am fine. If my son wants to go read a Bible, I read the Bible. If he wants to read the Bible, like, that's perfectly fine. There's, I believe that there's truth in it. I'm not opposed to him reading it. But what I am opposed to is that this is a fucking public school.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly.
0: But Bev goes on a rant at him that is a terrible counter-argument, but it works really well on the very Christian audience. Because he almost sways everybody. Hassan almost sways because everybody. Because it's so reasonable. Yeah. It and is. then, but then she just goes on her shit, and then they are all applauding her. Like, yeah, you're right. We should have Christian schools. And, it's you know, very uh, God's not dead. Yeah, it's very God's not dead. But you get to see the the hero of a God's not dead movie very clearly in the role that they actually are, which is
2: dipshit.
6: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: making yeah.
0: life miserable for others. <laughs>
3: It's true.
2: I should note that his uh, uh, after praying every night, uh, his he at, he tells his son remember to kiss your mother goodnight. The uh, mm. the little picture, mm. uh, yeah, on on the desk that that's cute. Did yep. we
1: ever? Did we ever? F- um, did they ever tell us what? I mean, like what? I know it's not called a denomination, but if he's like a Sunni or a Shia or
2: no, they I I, I assume. I assume that he's Shia not Shia Sunni, um, Sunni yeah. yeah yeah I to, because typically just statistically gonna, <laughs> yeah it would be cool if they like if it was specified uh, but mm-hmm. I don't think we ever see any anything to say otherwise. I think Shias do have some telltale signs of yeah, they're not Sunni yeah because mm-hmm. I think a lot of she there isn't the like the 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 ban on religious imagery um well, pictorial religious mm. imagery that's in soon uh sunni islam yeah. that's why like mm. in some shia uh sects you do have like depictions of the prophet muhammad yeah mm. i didn't i didn't know that
0: actually um yeah but um so so plot line wise of course is that you know his son comes home with the bible and eventually his son decides he wants to go to saint patrick's and then you know and he's, he's like, dealing conflict. with this tension here
2: yeah because yeah, this happens after the the quote-unquote, miracle of uh, of Lisa walking again. hmm
6: mm-hmm.
2: And that makes everyone at the town like, start to flood into St. Patrick's, including Ali. And he is, v- like, Sheriff Assad sees the shit that's going on here. Something weird is mm-hmm. going on. Uh, and he wants Ali to be careful. Uh, and he frequently reminds him, Ali, you cannot take sacraments. You're not a Christian. Mm-hmm you, you right. can't like if you he does allow him to go to observe but it it's clear that that's the direction that this is going in yeah mm-hmm. and there's a there's a part where he like he says like yes I've, son, i so i would never deny you for wanting god in your life but i want you to know that we do have god like we god is in our life too yeah
1: i mean like i think conversion of like one religion to another is fine it's just yeah. you feel pressured into it that's Which
2: is clear that that's kind of what's being put on.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Because his, his has, initial line is like, uh, "All my friends go to St. Patrick's." Right. You yeah. know, that
2: was his initial. There's a, yeah. There's a, a social pressure there to conform. Uh, and do we know the timeline of the show? Like, how long? Like for for all of this to occur, like how long? It's a it, bit takes? Fuzzy. it It's, it's about, a bit uh, fuzzy. It's about it,
1: the forty days of Lent, I think. 40 okay. Days of Lent. Okay. Because it starts a little. Bit, right. It starts like a couple weeks before Lent begins. I think, and then mm-hmm. so what would that be um fifty four days something like that something
0: like or? that. I think yeah. so course yeah. of a month and a half, two months, something like that three months yeah,
2: yeah. also um, uh I it's it's odd that like there's a potluck on Ash, Ash Wednesday that is that's, that
1: is weird it's
6: very that that's though. like
2: that is one of the few like fast days that that <laughs> our religion has you would think that yeah we're gonna save that for. Yeah, for when we break the fast on on uh, like it wouldn't like it would be like before Trove Tuesday, right? Yes. If you're gonna do that,
1: yeah, yeah, Fat Tuesday would be the day you do that. Not, not Wednesday. Yeah.
2: My
0: favorite day, Fat Tuesday.
1: <laughs> Fat Tuesday.
0: Finally, a holiday for us.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, like Sheriff Assad, and of course, you know when. The fuckery goes down on the midnight mass. Sheriff Hassan tries to prevent his son from being turned into a vampire and fails. Ultimately,
3: <laughs> understandably, understandably, yeah,
2: understand. Like I, I am not down with my son becoming a vampire. Uh, really, really would not like that. And uh, Sheriff Hassan, unfortunately, is not one of the two survivors of the town.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh,
2: yeah. how how did he die? I
0: forgot. Hassan dies. Does he? Yeah, he does. He bleeds to death. I thought he prays at the end.
1: No, he prays and then he, because he gets shot in an artery in the leg, Josiah. And then he, like, flops
0: over You're you're going
2: to bleed out very quickly.
0: No, I remember all that, but I also feel like there was a shot as the sunrise that he's praying. Yeah,
1: and then he keels over dead during that. Oh,
0: I must have missed that. Yeah. Twice, I've seen this twice, and I've missed that. That's a bummer. I don't want him to
2: die.
1: Yeah, he dies,
0: I'm sorry. Also,
2: they, 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 they force him, uh, they, like, make him watch as Ali drinks the poisoned wine.
0: Oh, yeah, so we, yeah. we never fully say what happens in that crazy...
1: Yeah, well, I want to talk am- a little bit about insane. the aesthetics. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the Catholic aesthetics in this, because I feel it was very minimalist. Like, the Catholic church they have uh, reminds me a lot of a New England Congregationalist church, rather than a Catholic church, which was something that yeah. struck me. <sighs>
2: You would think that, like a town that is majority Catholic, that they're the one sort of piece that would be not just for utilitarian pur- purposes, but does have like a firmly planted in the aesthetic of the cat, like of Catholicism, would be their church. Like, I don't. What would be like the like the make? I guess like most of them would be. I mean, like even
1: yeah, because it's not original rich enough- and Irish. Yeah, very Irish. Um, Let me see if I can find a small Irish church. I mean, that was the thing. I was like, because I was thinking to myself, oh, it was probably like a Congregationalist church before that. And, you know, when the Catholics came in, that changed. But I don't know. It seems like they make the implication that it was always Catholic.
2: It's also made out of wood, right?
1: Yeah, it's made out of wood.
2: I would think that that would be made out of stone. It would be, it's... It's odd for Flanagan, who is like a former Catholic, that this would be something that you would think about. In terms of like art direction and set design of the show, the church should maybe be a little bit more – like even if it's still minimalist, it should have more I, – I think that this is the kind of place yeah. where they would they – would, the church would be like the the highlight of the town. Yeah, well,
1: uh-huh. you'd think it, it's just like it feels like the that was the other thing that kind of like shook me about St. Patrick's was um just like it was kind of all over the place in terms of aesthetics, because like they don't have any statues. Uh, I didn't I didn't I at first I didn't see votive candles, but I did the mm. my second. The weirdest thing is, is that this tiny, tiny church in the middle of nowhere has pre Vatican II confessionals. That's When a church of that size you usually just have a little spare room with a little screen to do that. Right. So I found that very weird. I get why he put that in because oh the big Hollywood style confessional is so dramatic and stuff. But like
2: <laughs> it's and very read, weird. Uh, it say. is it is very cool seeing Father Paul like the the like visually it's it it is very it's more interesting.
1: Yeah. No no I get that. I get that. I get that. But at the same time it's just if it had been like a stone church or something a little bit more I don't know traditional architecture of, of uh, you know a tiny Catholic church, that might have fit better than like this tiny uh, Congregationalist thing.
0: I'm so'm I'm, I'm kind of hunting to see if I could figure out what church where it was filmed but it so I, I figure out where it's filmed. I'm just not sure where um, what what church it was filmed at so I'm trying to figure that out but it was it was actually filmed in Canada the show um, it was it was filmed in Gary Point Park. Uh, in British Columbia. So I think that that probably places us as the show's probably trying to be set in like Maine or something then. Yeah. Um, also, we, of
2: that. this this show is basically like <clears throat> Mike Flanagan's take on a Stephen King, Salem's Lot esque story. Yeah. Man.
1: Right. Um, yeah. I mean, this, the would get more just weird about it though. Personal gripes with it. Yeah. Um,
2: I think that the fact that this is so tied into Catholicism makes it, it you when that stuff is missed it it feels more odd when they have it there because they're paying attention to so many other details. Mm. Yeah, like, like
1: it was weird because I um sorry, Jekyll, I'll let you finish in one second. It was very weird because like they were doing like Abide by Me, which is a very I actually heard that in mass earlier this uh this morning when I went. I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is the this is the first hymn that they they do in midnight mass. So it's like he's very meticulous in some things, and then he kind of gives a little bit more liberty to others.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because like, um, okay, so I actually, you're, you know, I'm not Catholic. So a question I had when I watched this, do you guys say serenity?
1: No, that's like You know that prayer? Yeah, that's an alcoholic. Oh, it's it's an alcoholic.
0: Okay, because that prayer is attributed to Niebuhr, usually. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's a Lutheran thing. Um, so I, that, that threw me up, but okay. It being associated with AA makes that make sense. Yeah. Yeah, That's
2: a, I I think that that is, uh, sort of a core, it's not expected, but most people who go through AA, uh, that that's a prayer that they, Mm. that it's heavily associated with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be surprised because I know that like different denominations of churches sometimes takes, take things from each other, especially if it's like a good hopeful message or something. So I, I could mm. see like a Catholic self-help group doing. I mean, like we do have we do sing Quaker hymns sometimes in the Catholic Church. Like right, my, like,
0: right. I I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't want to be dismissive of it if that was the case. But it just um, that threw me off because I automatically think of that as a Protestant prayer. So yeah, but that makes sense. Yeah,
2: and there's nothing in it that is d- like- distinctly Protestant. Now, yeah, yeah, that that feels like a, a prayer that anyone within christianity could pray right something Um, i wanted to note uh i found this picture of this very very tiny catholic church in texas in the interior and it's odd that they have more pictures than this like than saint patrick's in uh in midnight mass where like look at how many fucking paintings and statues they put in here
1: right well that's yeah and that's what i'm saying right is that it's, because I, you know, growing up in New England, a lot of congregational churches, um, I've been in a couple, and it's very stark, it's very white. There's just nothing, it's just eyeless and faceless, basically. Which, I don't know. That, it, that was also, you know, that Jesuit priest, or not Jesuit, I, 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 I that priest who wrote for uh, America, um, he actually does make a, um, um observation on this he's like there is no statues at saint patrick's the uh, the eternal for flanagan is eyeless and faceless it has no communion with us and i was like man fuck he's right Mm.
2: which probably could go into how you know the the atheistic worldview that flanagan has but right that feels like something that is so steeped within the the aesthetics of catholicism the minimalism Mm -hmm. is more associated with protestantism Even then, like, there is – I remember uh, for a funeral going to a black Catholic – not black Catholic, uh, a black Protestant church, and there was this giant mural of, uh, like, of Jesus in the back. It's not something that, like, minimalism – is more associated with Protestantism and Baroque aesthetics are significantly more associated with the Catholic church, even at a sort of smaller level. It's an odd <laughs> thing. Like it, it is, it doesn't take away from the general sort of, cause they do get more right than they do wrong. Um, yeah. But I do think overall the way this is, this it's written
0: with, aside from the way that the horror is done explicitly with Eucharist and stuff, that feels very Catholic, but um, you know, I, I said this to Vita on Twitter. I the the show is in a lot of ways a more ex-evangelical show than it is a full Catholic show. Yeah. When it comes to the way people interact with their faith, it's a lot more evangelical. There's
1: a lot of it just seems mm-hmm. very charismatic at times, like you know, doing yeah. like pray with me and uh, you know. That's you not something arms in the that happened so,
2: like, in in I went to Catholic school. I never Experienced that when when we went to church. Catholics yeah, in the Northeast
1: want to be left the fuck alone. To be honest,
2: that that they do, that they do, <laughs> especially in in like the core Northeast. They they don't want to. They want to keep insular. Yeah. It.
0: Um, I think that. I think we have some we've,
2: other. We've, uh, yeah, I think that we're Hassan dies praying, um, and it's tragic. But I think that I'm happy that like he is one of the few characters that did not lose their faith from the experience of the. Yeah, he dies um, praying. Yeah, yeah. So in spite, Which, of them. you know, incredible
0: segue. Let's move on to Bev.
5: Um, the backstory from from myself, I did have uh, pieces, and it was mainly less about the specifics of her life and more about how she felt about the island. And so I did feel that um, it was really important to me that she felt uh, an ownership of it and that that was what's driving her, was that she had decided that she knew exactly how everything was gonna run because she had been there as long as she had been. And I just feel like she, um, her position she felt very queen-like over it. And, and so that, that was where I was going. And as far as Mike's discussion with our character, it was really along those lines of her belief in her, uh, her belief in her correctness and her, her being right. And that helped me with absolutely everything because it was a very easy line to follow about. Anything I'm saying, anything I'm doing, it's with complete conviction that that is exactly what should be done. comes across very clearly like (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) But I want to start with Bev's ending before we get to the beginning. Because one of the best scenes that I didn't think much about until when I watched it the second time is Bev is standing at the shore next to Hassan and his son. Right. Um, They're like a ways away. And he goes out praying and she goes out trying to dig into the sand to cover herself from the sun and hope she doesn't die. Yeah. Um. And so it's, it's kind of interesting that at the final moments of faith, Bev really, really doesn't commit. Uh, she doesn't drink the poison. She gets shot. She intentionally hides so that she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> have to drink the poison, you know. She actually starts to fail once the faith the actual challenges of faith go on. She's just cruel, and so the challenges of be cruel to people from the outside come very naturally to her, yeah. you know. Yes. <laughs> it's
1: very much like she doesn't really and I mean like that's the thing with like these evangelical ministers and stuff like that. It's like it's, it she doesn't seem to actually really believe in or maybe she does, but she doesn't she she doesn't really want to do the commitments that the religion demands from her. She just likes to pick and choose what she can do to feel self-righteous.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So Bev is one of the most contemptible people in this entire show. Oh god, um, I hated her. I hated her. From the instant she is introduced, you you get, you know this person. This is the incredibly holier-than-thou um, just, you know... Narcissistic faux
2: piety
1: I have an aunt like this But she likes to like drink and party So she's like a more fun (laughs) version
2: I cannot That's so hard for me to Because the image of Bev having fun When not just (laughs) browbeating uh, Someone whom She views as lower than her I can't that's how she has fun
1: Well maybe you gotta take her to a club And she'd be better Just like one night just be like Bev try some DMT You'll see God. I feel that she would that, that even
2: even while high, she would just start critiquing people about how they're like how they're taking the high. You're
1: not seeing the best angels; only I, <laughs> <laughs> only that's I like, see
2: the angels. That's yeah. the kind of person that she is. She is a she. Imagine the worst kind of like the worst religious person you know, but whom is not overtly abusive, right? Like, overtly, um, overtly. Physically However,
0: one of the first things she really does in the show is she kills joe collie's dog she i guess it isn't explicitly it said yeah but oh she, it's well, so she, it she is does it by apparently, accident
1: apparently in a deleted scene aaron and father paul are having a confession and aaron's like i know bev did this or something like that yeah so it's that officially
0: confirmed it is uno- okay because it's funny though because this okay this was one of the most deeply catholic things though bev, bev is unfortunately a very catholic character in a lot of ways uh, until the second half, once she buys into the revelation shit, then she becomes. She becomes Protestant. a lot more. But, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's, but that's I, pure Protestantism. I but, have um, her way of killing the dog is by double effect because she doesn't kill the dog; she just leaves the poison out, and the dog happens to eat the poison right. it, that's like totally that's totally like a catholic logic loophole like
1: <laughs> yeah that is I, that
3: is if another
0: like, animal if another animal got into the the rats and i'm listen i just oh, pushed no. the
1: i just pushed the rock down the hill i didn't know it was gonna land on like a group of preschoolers okay <laughs>
2: she, she is such a cruel cruel character it's rude. Like, even before and Eddie, just like, before Eddie I,
1: I just like some of the like stuff where she's quoting the Bibles and stuff like that and like you know don't pick cherry pick uh, don't cherry pick it so you know what like came up in my head when I when I when I was seeing that was a scene from first Reformed
6: when mm. Reverend
1: Toller goes I despise you I despise what you bring out in me your concerns are pity uh, your concerns are petty you are a stumbling mm-hmm. block
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: i was like i was just because i was like thinking about that so much because i'm like she she's really petty she uses the bible for petty concerns
2: if if reverend Toller was in this show none of this would have happened reverend no reverend
1: if if reverend Toller was in this show he would die but he would take the entire island with him that's what would have (laughs) happened
2: We have to keep this uh, evil on the island, and it must die here.
1: That's that's when he would have used his <laughs> explosive vest. <laughs>
2: um,
0: flo- floating for in the future. Um, if we do another special of like two episodes in one week around Easter time um, for First Reformed, bla- uh, like Good Friday First Reformed episode.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely,
0: definitely. Good Friday for First Reformed. Just throwing that idea out there. Anyway, <laughs> I think that'd be good. I think that'd be great. But uh. no,
1: back to Bev. Yeah, no, she is a very. I don't know what. What are your guys' takes?
0: So I think I, I talked about this last episode, but the willingness she has to start covering up um, Father Paul's violence to me really, I think, is a very unsubtle comparison to like Catholic abuse scandals mm-hmm.
6: lately. Yeah.
0: I, I think that was, I don't think that's even subtle. I think it's like very much in the text. Because um, she's, yeah, she's just immediately like, we'll cover it up. Uh, the people you did it to doesn't matter. You know, it's fine.
2: Right. Um, it should, uh, something so, we haven't mentioned, yeah. something we haven't mentioned is that there was an oil spill uh, on croc, like crude oil spilled into crocodile. And that's ca- causing like the vast sort of economic. uh, devastation that the town is is witnessing only like there's a lot more regulations about like fishing because of that oil spill which is and you'll she hardly...
0: pocketed a lot of the settlement money um, yes from that to make a rec center that uh, a, a good portion of the show takes place in
2: yeah all the AA meetings uh take place in and uh this is also where the fucking vampire not an angel paul a vampire yeah, so like a Nasrati. Look, he, he's a little—he's
1: a little confused, but he's got the spirit. Okay.
2: The spirit ended with an entire <laughs> town dead.
1: In his defense, he pushed a rock down a hill, and he didn't know it was going to land on a group of preschoolers. Okay. <laughs>
0: How was I supposed
2: to know that that was going to... Look, how was I supposed to know that bringing a fucking vampire from Damascus to Crockett Island was going to lead to so many people dying? Look, he didn't
1: know it was a vampire slash Akkadian blood-sucking demon, okay?
0: I I will say, Bev is... Before we move, Bev is worse than Paul, though. And I do think Paul's really bad. The reason Bev's worse than Paul is because Bev was taking advantage of Pruitt when he was an old, dementiated man. Right. That's kind of, like, pretty, you know, suggested with, like, the rec center and stuff like that. She had been kind of being the puppet master behind mm-hmm. the church because there was this old priest. And I mean, and like, she's still being a puppet master once Ball arrives.
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, like, but, like, a, like um, a, imagine, like, that humiliation and, like, that horror at finding out, like, let's, like, you come back and you realize somebody's been exploiting you in your own Your old age. Mm. Terrible. But at at the same time, I'd say because, um, call out post, the Catholic Church is a very patriarchal institution, so Bev only has so much power that- shut up, Josiah. Um, (laughs) Bev only has so much power allowed to him, so I would not say that she's just the puppet master in this scenario. I think that they fed off of each other, I think. Maybe Paul's a little bit more sympathetic, yes, yes, but I think that, like, she encouraged his insanity- and at the same time, he gave her free reign to do what she wanted. So Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I don't hold that against him when he's dementiated. But right. once he comes back as Paul, then yeah, he's he's letting her control him yeah. quite
6: a bit. I, you know what I, I mean? I was going like, to ask,
2: uh, Fitch, is there a name for what her role is in the church?
1: Well, I mean, like, she was a sacristan, but I, I guess she's just a church lady because, like, we don't... You know, the female deacon thing is still, they're still being touchy-feely about that, so... But, I
2: mean, practically, within Crockett Island, she is basically, like, number two in the church.
1: Yeah, she's like an administrator, I think. She's like, you know, parish council lady.
2: And it just being so small allows her to kind of have that role. Yeah. And she's already, like, a domineering bully anyway, that she's... Anyone who who would want that position, it's basically like it's her, the priests and the choir, essentially, yeah. and like, the, altar you know, the boys. choir boys. That, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the who, uh, Father Paul pouring little little bits of of the of the vampire blood into the wine feels like that's definitely heretical in a way that should make anyone feel a yeah. little a that little sh- unnerved.
1: That shit was so blasphemous; it made me feel like so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe in the literal transubstantiation, so even like
2: where like I think any Christian, even if you don't, that should feel like this feels wrong. That's wrong. Like that is deeply blasphemous.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even if it's even if it's a if you have a memorialist view, if somebody's like pouring like rat poison into the Eucharist, that still feels pretty blasphemous. You know what I mean? Well, they weren't
1: do they (laughs) didn't do it in the Eucharist. They like had these little sippy cups.
0: Well, I didn't mean that part, but I mean just. I'm oh, comparing yeah, the yeah, vampire yeah. thing to a real life. Like if somebody's putting like stuff that's killing people, like somebody's spiking the the communion wine. Like
2: I <laughs> yeah. like even like if you were, spiking the communis, this, yeah. like if you were spiky the communion communion wine with anything that is not wine, I would say uh that that's wrong don't do that that's really 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 wrong now i don't want to give
0: my uh give my my papists uh brethren too much uh ammunition here but you could read midnight mass as a story of the dangers of protestantism hey because fuck off what are you doing no 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 i want to see where he's going with this no 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 i know because i'm interested in this yeah I don't think Flanagan did it intentionally, but it is interesting because you do see the embrace of charismatic worship start going on. You see like they're starting to like lose more and more of the liturgical aspects of it. And then you get to, you mentioned the that they're giving out the poison in the sippy cups, right? Right. If you ever done communion in an evangelical church, oftentimes they'll do it that way where they'll pass out little plastic cups to everybody in the congregation and then they all take the wine at once. Um Wow. So it actually does turn into like an evangelical form of communion by the end. So I don't know. I, I'm not saying that's a that's a correct reading, but like that's definitely there in the text. If you wanted to read it there, like you 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 know the abrasive revelations by the end and and times shit, it becomes very charismatic evangelical by the end.
1: Right.
2: I can't believe what you've done, Yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking believe. <laughs> I'm you. sorry, via
0: media, man. I have to. I take you know both sides.
1: <laughs> he supports the marketplace of ideas, Jackal. Come that's on, that's
2: right. That's right. You would have been burned to the Buster <laughs> Rebellion.
0: <laughs> yes, I would have. <laughs> that's true. Not because not because I, I like own any property or anything, but just because I'd be like, I don't know, maybe, maybe just because we got a point. <laughs> <sighs>
2: <laughs> Bev is a, is a is a Bev is a contemptible character. One because the actress is so good at playing her. She's as it, so good this, at it. Yeah. yeah, she's she's so good at making you hate her. Like every time when Bev would pop on screen, I would like audibly groan. Like, yeah, oh, t- trigger take. my fight or flight. No, no, please don't say anything. Please just be in the background so I don't have to hear you fucking browbeat some. Poor a uh, sub-poor character about whether it's like like she hates Joe Collie just because like he's like it, like the pariah. No personal issue. And she hates that the dog barks at her. Yeah. Yeah. She is a contemptible, busybody bully in the first part. And then the yeah. second half, she is she becomes an insane cult leader that supersedes Father Paul in She is a worse person than Father Paul, and I already hate Father Paul. I hate her more than Father Paul. Well, you know because shit.
0: You know, as much as I don't like Paul's redemption arc, the thing about the redemption arc at the end is it just leaves Bev like, like oh, we gotta kill them all, like (laughs) burning down every. She's burning down the
2: town. Like (laughs) this is so, Finch, As a a fellow consumer of vampire media, this is something that I've always wondered: uh, Why is it that the vampire that Vampires will always do this when humans are their only fucking food source. Of, like, humans are their only food source. Why are you trying to drive the entire food the your sole food source in this island? And you've cut off all Like, wouldn't it make sense to try to uh, farm them?
1: They're a little confused, but they got the spirit.
2: God damn it. Gotcha. You almost made me do a Red Bull spit take. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's um, a, that,
2: that's like a plot point in The Strain where the vampires fully, like, the intelligent ones realize, yeah, no, we'd like, that's our, that's our only food. Like, let's try it.
1: I don't even them. understand why they aren't just, like, you know, with modern technology and all, why they aren't just, like, stealing from blood banks. That's what I don't get. I don't think that
2: there's, there's a that That is something that's, like, brought up in some vampire media, that it's just easy, like, you can just get blood from a blood bank um, yeah. versus having to, you know kill people or drain them of some blood. What? Yeah.
0: You, you want, do you, you want an image of, of a vampire sucking, like sucking up like a bag of blood from like a vampire thing or from a, a blood donation thing with a straw. Um, I have a movie for you. I have a movie for you. It's called Morbius. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it does happen in Morbius. <laughs> All right. The best movie of this year. Uh, <laughs>
1: Um, all right, we gotta start wrapping up, guys. Okay, all
0: right. uh, yeah. so, I think, let's see, missing, I think the last one, we already talked a bit about Mildred, but we didn't address the doctor, uh, Mildred's daughter. Wait, let's just, Sarah, like, yeah. let's
1: do, do a fire round.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: all right. Yeah. Dr. Sarah Gunning, the town doctor. hmm Lesbian, also.
2: Uh, su- or ha- very suggested of that. I, did, yeah, did you guys not catch heavily, that? Yeah, it's heavily, heavily suggestive that she's a lesbian. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's the town doctor. Her mom has dementia, and uh, as we mentioned in the last one, uh, Father Paul had that she she's Father Paul's daughter.
6: Mm.
0: Um, and she's, yeah. she's also got the fun scenes of putting the blood when she's ex- scientifically experimenting yeah. with the yeah. whole blood thing, putting the blood under the sun and it exploding. That's-
2: that's always uh, fun. that. That's always fun. Yeah, like she. She's a good. She's a good character. Uh, she's a dies. good character. Dies,
1: obviously. Dies. That was sad. That was just all sad because she never knew who her father was until like five seconds before she died.
2: That that has got to suck it away. That's, that is. Yeah. You take yep. that with you to the afterlife yeah uh who, who uh oh Riley's parents um that was they, gonna say Riley's parents because like they have a bit of a redemption they have a redemption arc? Too.
1: redemption art there's um, nothing wrong with them they're just unassuming boomers they're
0: yeah. unassuming boomers I think the dad's a bit dickish to Riley he though. is dickish in, in, an un- yeah. in an unfair way I okay. think like yeah. Riley does deserve being have someone be a dick to him but it's because he's a venture capitalist yeah not um, <laughs> imagine if his not... father
1: that was why he's like you know John yeah. I really don't appreciate the fact that you're just stealing from poor people well, like us
0: I take that back he does he does have a beef with him for being a venture capitalist but it's it's the most funny old man boomer reason he's like I don't know what a startup is
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know what's a dot.
0: What's a dot com?
1: What's a dot com? A, what is a JPEG, I, I don't, Jack? Uh. I
0: have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I was gonna say they have this awesome. Actually, one of my favorite lines in it too, which is when the they the the two parents finally run into each other after the horrible thing, and they've they've been turned into vampires, and uh, they both are like, "Did you eat anybody?" No, I didn't eat anybody either. And then you know he's the the dad is like. These people want to do it. You can resist it. It hurts, but you can resist it. This is you know, what this unleashed is just what these people already wanted to kind of do. And that's a good that's a good little little chunk.
2: I I enjoyed like how it, it does show that you can like it takes a lot of restraint and there's hints that like the the vampire is it's questionable how sapient it is, but that there's some kind of influence that it has on you to con- to like consume. But they do resist it. it they're mm. they're good. I like them a lot. They're just trying to be you know to make it through normal people. Yeah, normal people shit, and then they're turned into vampires.
0: Yeah, um, definitely one of the more sympathetic of the like. I like that they were singing characters. a hymn as they died. Mm. yeah yeah that was nice yeah they, they held on to the faith on the way out
2: yeah oh yeah, and, they,
0: and uh, the mom the mom has the uh bev you're not a good person monologue yes is that, someone else? She does.
2: that, that she is does. her yeah
0: yeah that is one of my favorite <laughs> chunks of that, that she's like episode.
2: the mom was kind of in a way like an opposite of because she's so nice she's so nice yeah. to everyone. yeah
1: she is she's very nice
0: yeah, like um when it's highly suggested that uh Riley's been spending the night with with Aaron, um the dad seems like he's about to be mad about it, and then uh the mob just cuts him off and is like, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. You know, they're both very lonely and <laughs>
2: uh Warren's yeah, sweet they're... mom shit. Warren, oh. the younger son of the mm, of yeah. uh of the Flynns, and also the second survivor of the Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. midnight mass
0: him and lisa yeah
2: Uh, he's a choir uh he's an altar boy and uh, he's fine
0: yeah he's just like a normal
2: dorky kid who has a crush on lisa yeah smokes him the 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 most like uh bad boy Mm -hmm. thing he does is smoke some pot with his friend yep yeah um, yeah, he's fine. Like, he never uh, does anything contemptible. He's just like a normal kid that suddenly is plunged into this fucked up situation. Uh, we already talked about Aaron. Uh, Lisa's parents, the, the, the other... Wade.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, they're down, at, yeah. The, awful. I hate them. Awful people. Yeah, the mayor and... Um, and, and his, his wife. Terrible. They, they just dive right in. They're like... they They just hook, line, and sinker go for this whole... Midnight Mass vampire shit, and oh, and Lisa gets to deal with uh her dad trying to eat her. Oh just yeah! Throw some more trauma on top of everything she's experienced. Good God! Excellent. And her mom <laughs> tries
2: to force her to drink the poison wine.
0: Oh, yeah, that terrible. scene is heartbreaking. Oh. Um, well, a uh, honorable mention I wanted to say to the other altar boy, uh, uh, the the friend of the. Kid. Yeah, I'm. Okay. Yeah, I uh, forget. His very name, much yeah. a normal guy okay. who's just kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah, he's normal guy who's just kind of a dick, and then all of a sudden Chis is really racist in the last episode. Yeah, a lot of people get really <laughs> racist in that
2: last, like out of nowhere racist. Vampirism
1: yeah. <laughs> brings out your inner racist. Uh... Yeah,
0: he, yeah, because he starts yeah yelling slurs at Hassan, so. Because he
2: does call Ali Aladdin in the first episode. He does, he does. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. There is some micro But it looks like they're becoming friends the
1: during yeah. this. Yeah, but it looks like they're becoming friends during the series. And then he's just like, nope.
2: No. You know, I'm, they I'm going to him. double down on my prejudices.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, a character that's only in the last episode that I think is like a heartbreaking character is the atheist. or There's some sort of like non-church going guy who gets turned into a vampire because he's really nice to one of the people in the church. And so they wanted to save him. And he's like, I don't know what's been happening because he hasn't been following this entire (laughs) series. He's like, I just got turned into a vampire and then couldn't control myself and killed my family. And then he's oh, just like with them. And he's like, I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that is a that is a wild little thing. And then uh, uh, and then Bev does not allow him in. No. For the rexy, uh right?
2: no, no, she does not. I'm so her her dying was the highlight of the ending. That that's what makes that so so enjoyable. Uh, uh, and I guess should we talk about the fucking vampire yeah. not an angel I, paul <laughs> a vampire yeah
1: but i will say one more thing about that uh atheist or episcopalian guy whatever is like sturge saying he was always <laughs> he was always nice to me that was actually something that got me i will say yeah
0: and almost the like childish like mom says no yeah feeling he gets when bev says he can't come yeah and so he's like uh let's go for a walk i'm gonna go you know Spend some time with you before you die. Mm.
2: Like, oh man, brutal. Um, it, at least he he managed to escape it when he burned to death.
0: Yeah, but yeah, let's end on uh the vampire. The, yeah, the kind of the vampire. I
2: don't. I didn't even think of the
0: vampire as a character. But you're right. He, it is. A it's character. not really a
2: character. It's more of a for like he's not even really the antagonist. Yeah.
1: I think he is. I think it's evil.
2: Well, it is, but it's not. I. It's, it's questionable bloodst- how much.
1: In a way, in a way, you know, he and Riley has some uh, have some solidarity by being uh, blood-sucking parasites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if, like, this thing had gone into Silicon Valley. He would have had the time of his life.
2: Well, we do have one that does that, and his name is Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the vampire whom... Uh, montesquieu finds what's the is it montesquieu perot
0: monsignor. Monsignor. Well, don't monsignor. Don't monsignor
2: monsignor
1: john pruitt pruitt, john. Monsignor pruitt. yeah yeah john uh, john saint john. john patron of patron of friendship patron of love
2: hmm. there was a kind of love going on in this show i guess if you view it for one pr- like one perspective um, yeah you know, really fucked up way. But yeah, Sean
1: sure. Pruitt. Uh yeah.
2: He he finds the the uh the vampire in a cave on uh Paul's road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh during there's some kind of like dust storm he's separated from the tour group because you know he the, the dementia. Uh and he ends up in this cave where the vampire is hiding out. And he the vampire feeds on him and then the vampire has him drink from him which turns him young hmm. and he brings vampire uh to Crockett Island where it at first start, just starts killing uh animals right yep the cats in the beginning uh and then the uh yeah the yeah uh so I, what 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 can we say about the the, the vampire I guess to end this on? Um.
1: It was evil. It kind of reminds me of I. I, I had a conversation about this a couple week, uh, months ago about vampires kind of mimicking the the communion and immortal eternal life in like a blasphemous way. Cause I remember the them too. The, Yeah, they drink blood for eternal life. So I think a vampire was a very good like subversion of Christianity. Yeah. I fucking yeah, hated I that that's... thing. I wanted to kill it. Yeah, if if, if I if. If I had been in that church, gentlemen, I would have launched myself at that thing with like a little spike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, yeah that that scene at the at the end of six, beginning of seven of the church, um the the death ritual shit, the vampire showing up in that is just like fucking perfect. That that scene is like probably my favorite in the show when it comes to just cinematic wise, like. It's the bloodbath and all that, but the, you know, the vampire just shows up and you have like Paul being like, ah, it's an angel, see? And everyone's screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Because of course they are, because you're showing me a fucking vampire, Paul. Yes. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul.
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
0: So final takes. Let's do final takes on it and then we can uh, get out of here.
1: Uh, I think it's a good series with its faults. I, I, it's still, I Mm. think it's a good series because I think about it even a year later.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And I think of like potential of it, like analysis or or how it is in writing, you know,
0: sometimes, sometimes I think a series is better when it has faults because it makes me engage with it more than I think I would. I think I wouldn't have engaged with it as much if it was perfect. Right. I think actually it's frustrating things as part of why I've engaged with it so much in the yeah. last year.
1: Unlike 30 coins, which is perfect. so Which is perfect. Yes.
0: Jacko, since it was your first time seeing it, I'd like to hear your final thought.
2: <sighs> I enjoyed it, but it frustrated me. A lot of... There were some... The first part is so compelling and then it just feels like it kind of falls off in the second half. It's not something that I, I I saw with uh like Flanagan's other other stuff. At least like his movies feel more focused. Mm-hmm. Um and Haunting on Hill House felt more focused. This one kind of feels like like the ending, especially, like those final two episodes, six and seven, feel they a lot. They, they feel sort of yeah, like a lot happens. In them, and it doesn't feel as connected with the first bit. But I did enjoy it. There's a lot of stuff to to like. I kind of wish we found out a little bit more about the vampires. Um, yeah. But overall, like I, aside from some really shoddy character writing, um, which I think is like Flanagan's atheism, just kind of like eking in, um, yeah, yeah, to where it becomes a little obnoxious. I think that it's a it's a very interesting series and I'm I'm glad I watched it. I will probably rewatch it at some mm. point and like what Finch said, it does stick with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh it, it has it's interesting having a, a show that does still sort of it does have like a bit awareness of like religion to deal with that a little bit more than the average.
0: Yeah, I, I can't think of much that's come out in the last few years that deals with religion in such a um I don't know. Explicit way as this is, you know.
1: Yes. Alrighty.
0: So well, shall we wrap right? up? did you
2: say your thoughts?
0: Did you say your thoughts, Josiah? Oh, yeah, I, I, I said oh yeah, I, I thought I did. I mean I said it was it's uh, you know, it's it's good. Um I'm still thinking about it, which is a good sign. And it but it, it has yeah, it's it's faults. But what I what I meant was just that I think the faults actually kind of make it more interesting because I think if it was perfect i don't know if i would have been thinking about it as much i think i'm kind of i kind of like that it frustrates me um because i've been thinking about it for a year now so yeah. yeah all right all right so uh i have been josiah you can follow me at josiah w. Sutton on twitter.com and i was joined by finch
1: hello i'm finch you can follow me on finchowar.com twitter.com I'm just going to be posting deranged Halloween takes for the rest of November hell yeah
2: Jackal you can find me at jackaljester on twitter.com where I also will be continuing to post about Halloween in November because I didn't get to do a lot of shit this October because I was inundated with senior year assignments yeah yep, papers yep, yep. so uh my halloween is extending into thanksgiving motherfuckers i don't <laughs> I, I, I don't give a shit i'm still watching Halloween. i'm still gonna watch horror movies up until like the like thanksgiving day hell
0: yeah <laughs> um and then our uh, our other co-host who did not join us for part two of this is phil and you can follow him at cryptid director on twitter and that's it goodbye we'll
2: see you next week happy it's, halloween. It's halloween happy halloween, happy halloween. Spooky. Have a sp- have a spooky and safe Halloween everyone.
1: Ooh. Happy Halloween. Nearer, my God to thee.
2: Halloween. Halloween
3: Happy
1: Halloween,
6: Happy Halloween.
1: Happy Halloween. Spooky. Spooky.